to the VitaFoods Insights Sustainability Series podcast. From responsible sourcing to supply chain logistics, this dedicated podcast addresses some of the industry's greatest challenges and champions the stories of sustainability success. Today's host is Heather Granato, Vice President of Content. Before upcycling was a term, many entrepreneurs and inventors found unique ways to make the most of spent material from food production. Today, defined as creating new, high-quality products out of surplus food waste, upcycling is an innovative way to make the most out of every part of a resource. It's this focus on making the most of ingredients that is at the basis of Alvinesa Natural Ingredients. The Spanish company was founded in 1948 as a distillery business, developing chemicals and alcohol from spent waste of the winemaking process. In 1993, the company transformed into Alvinesa and moved into more fine chemicals such as tartaric acid and grapeseed oil. In the last few years, the company has pivoted further into high-value nutraceuticals such as grape skin extract, grape seed extract, and polyphenols with a desire to extend into the F&B industry and have a broader geographic reach. In early 2021, Intermediate Capital Group acquired a stake in the business and brought Jordi Farah in as the new CEO to lead the company's expansion. With a commercial and operations background in the food sector, he brings knowledge of the value-added ingredients in agri-tech sectors and is excited about the path ahead. Jordi, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Heather. So let's dive right in. Could you give me some thoughts on your industry journey and why this position was the right fit for both you and Alvinessa? When I look back at my professional life, I think one thing that's been common is that I've always been employed in the food industry. I started in consumer goods. I started in marketing. I started as a product manager. I move up in the marketing commercial ladders and then continue on to be in operations and then a CEO role. I started in consumer goods and then I move into food ingredients. For 11 years, I was in food ingredients. I had the uh, privilege to be, uh, I think, a very good company in the industry, Tate & Lyle, a British company. I was leading their uh, Sucalo Splenda efforts. And then I moved to a more startup business at that time, which was Pure Circle. It was actually traded on the London Stock Exchange. And Pure Circle was a Stevia company. And uh, we became the world leaders of Stevia products. We were selling to all the major food and beverage industry companies in the world. My last experience before joining Albinista was more in the agriculture to be more exact in the post-harvest industry. So if you look at my experience over time, starting with consumer goods, then moving to food ingredients, value-added food ingredients, and then going to agri-sciences, I think all that made it a very good combination for me to join Alvinesa, because obviously Alvinesa combines agriculture, combines um, food ingredients, and also with a very interesting proposition in terms of eliminating food waste, etc. Also, finally, I would say that there was a good cultural fit for me. I lived 21 years in the U.S., so I'm a dual citizen, Spain and U.S., and after 21 years, it was a good opportunity for me also to uh, return to my original country, Spain. So there is a little bit of a cultural fit, although I just noticed that I have quite a lot more of American than I ever thought So uh, as being here. But I would say that all these things made me, I would say, an appropriate fit for this role. 
You've made a little reference to it, so let's dive in. This term upcycling is sort of a new term, but could you talk about how this concept is really at the foundation of Alvinessa and how it's extending further as the company is looking at even more ingredients from what could really be considered kind of agro-waste? Correct. So upcycling, which is a word or a term that's very much in vogue for circular economy, which I totally believe the way to go into more and more into the future, is really at the core of our business, also the industry. We started in 1948, and if you look at what we do, we actually take all the uh, organic matter that comes out of the winemaking process. We create value out of basically that supposedly organic waste. So everything that's discarded in the wine process from the grape is being, you know, taken by us and transformed into a number of different ingredients that are sold with good value to the food industry. So basically what you do is you're avoiding that uh, something goes to waste and you create value out of it. And you do that in a circular way, in the sense that nothing goes to waste. Everything is actually consumed, used. And what is not used for food ingredients and output is used actually for biomass, energy. So everything is basically recycled or upcycled. Could you speak to the natural extraction process that is used and why that differentiates the ingredients produced? One of the things that we actually have that I think is very interesting is everything that we do in extraction, we don't use uh, solvents. We do everything with water. So it's a very gentle way, actually, to, to really separate and take out all the different ingredients. There, there's no chemical solvent to actually do the extraction. So I think it's a very interesting process. I would also say that the raw material that we use here in Spain, more specifically in Castilla-La Mancha, which is in the center of Spain, Another interesting thing is that it comes with no pesticides or very low levels of pesticides compared to other regions in the world. So we got very good raw material and we actually making sure that the whole extraction and the process transforming it is actually done in a very gentle and sustainable way. So what are some of the newest ingredients in the Alvinessa portfolio and how are they developed and brought to market? So we have a number of different ingredients that have been sold by the company for a long time. We do extract, obviously, alcohol, which is the first thing you do. And a lot of the alcohol we extract goes for industrial use, meaning bioethanol, etc. Then you move into tartaric acid. You do as well uh, grapeseed oil, which is actually a very interesting proposition that's growing, especially in markets like the U.S. And then you go into colors. We actually take out color from the uh, mainly red skin from pumice, which is an interesting proposition versus other products that are, you know, grown and destroyed, let's say, to make color. We call it black carrot or other beetroots. In the case of ours, we actually take the color out of, as I said, byproduct of the uh, winemaking process. But I would say for us personally, here at Alvinesa, some of the new products are more related to the polyphenols or antioxidants that you actually find in grapes. And we do those out of the red skin, pumice, or we do that from the white skin, and especially we do it from the grapeseed extract. So we actually take grapeseed and take out the polyphenols, the antioxidants, where are very much more sought for uh, health and nutrition purposes and to a number of industries from food 
animal feed, but also to cosmetics and other things because of all the goodness that these products have. We also have different variations of those. We have products with high monomers, which is a very positive component of that extract. We do have also products certified organic because of the low pesticide use and actually the sourcing that we are able to get. And we have products where we actually take all the sulfides out. So there is different variations of the same thing. And I would say that our new line of new in inverted commas, because we started three years ago, polyphenols is really making a mark in the market right now. So in terms of geographic reach, why is now sort of that ideal time to expand the supply chain? And how do you deliver on this promise of sustainability and traceability? I think it's the right time in terms of when you talk about geographic reach, obviously we have sales around a number of countries around the world. So we sell globally. In terms of the reach of the supply chain, we do that in different ways. One is we have a high capacity plant. I think it's a state-of-the-art plant, which makes everything much easier. And so we are able to buy more raw material and diversify because we do have ample capacity in our plant to do that. Second, we do that through acquisitions. We just bought a uh, company in January that is actually based in the northeast region of Spain, in Catalonia, in, in Penedès, which has an excellent uh, raw material as well. It reinforces what we do. And we believe that elsewhere as well, be beyond Spain or even Europe, there are opportunities to expand the supply chain and through the acquisitions and uh, in potential consolidation of a global supply chain that today, to be honest with you, when it comes to great promise, is not really accomplished yet. So I think we're looking at opportunities at other, you know, basically Southern Hemisphere, et cetera, to really have a global, true global upcycle, if you want to call it that way, supply chain in that respect. That's truly important right now to be offered that not only from a regional standpoint, but also on a global standpoint with a consistent supply chain is extremely important. Well, that's definitely exciting times ahead. So Interested to hear, what can we expect then to see from Alvinesta in the coming years? And maybe what are some of the goals of ICG, the family, and you personally? Well, I think that clearly the ICG partner with the um, family owner here, the Cantarero family. And the idea basically is to expand, consolidate around the world. And how you're going to do that is one is definitely we're going to continue with acquisitions. With the support and power of the ICG financial strength, we're going to continue with acquisitions. And that's going to help us to, on one side, consolidate, expand regionally, consolidate supply chain, and make these ingredients really ingredients that are going to be staple for big companies. And I'm targeting food and beverage companies that we're already selling some, but it's just going to be products that are going to be able to be contracted globally and supply chain, et cetera. So that's very important for us. Second, I think the health and nutrition piece that we talked about is very important. The sale of these polyphenols, to give you an example, of natural extracts is extremely important. And I think that although we're making great progress, I think there's a lot more to grow in this area. The market itself and us as well in supplying them every day more. So that's all important goals uh, together with ICG. I personally, as well as with my partners here, in doing this, we want to obviously grow the business, create value, but do it in a sustainable way. So you will see a lot of the sustainability message that you asked me before being present and the core of what we do. 
You know, I can give you lots of examples of things that we're doing. In Spain, for instance, here we have a 2.5 photovoltaic sun plant. So that uses solar panels to actually create energy. So we are less uh, dependent on the local grid, biomass, recycling water. There's a number of things that we're going to be doing. So the industry grows, but grows in a sustainable manner. That's very important. So we can defend it in all corners on what we produce and how we source it and how we transform it. It's quite inspiring to hear this story. So how could other firms in the broader agricultural space follow this path toward supporting this circular economy? I think what they should go is, first of all, there has to be an understanding. I think it's more from everybody that, uh, you know, last I checked, the population of the world is continues to grow while the resources and the size of the earth doesn't. So I think there has to be a lot more focus to review and see what is everything that we can actually upcycle and create value of it and put it back into the system. Believe it or not, while in Palmas has been done for a number of years and it obviously is getting better, and Albinis is leading this, there's a number of industries actually, you'll be surprised how much effort there is now. Things like asparagus or other things where you actually, you know, can or you process somehow and you would still be surprised how much of that, let's say, byproduct that's actually created, it's not properly being used. So I think there's a lot of potential. And I think it's a message that's catching up in a lot of places that the importance of actually reusing all of that, that we create in our processing to make sure that it's actually put back into the system. I'm talking about food industry here. I mean, obviously, you talk a lot about recycle packaging materials. I think it's the way to go. As I said, we have to be very conscious about the limited resources that we have and the need that we will continue to have to service more a growing population in the world. I so agree. The uh, opportunities are tremendous, and certainly innovative thinking is what's going to get us there. So, Jordi, thank you again for joining me. I'm excited to see what comes next for Avinessa. Heather, again, thank you very much for having me. It's never really uh, a bad moment when I have a chance to talk about the great things that our company does. So thank you for giving me that opportunity. A pleasure. And thank you also to our listening audience. And please do tune in for a future Vita Foods Insights podcast. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to check the show notes that will allow you to link to the information discussed in today's podcast as well as any sponsorship opportunities. The Vita Foods Insights Sustainability Series podcast happens monthly so be sure to stay tuned, subscribe and even suggest the series to a friend.